Hello and welcome to the Kylian Mbappe podcast. This is a big one. Of course, this is coming in the midst of this latest Mbappe saga, which we're going to run through today, give you all the details, exactly what has happened, exactly what has been reported. Here to go through all of that, I've got George. How are we today, George? I'm actually excited. I've, I've got this unreal, excitable energy talking about Kylian today. It's like all of the pent up frustration about like this 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 wet drub of a of an end of season sort of thing happening. Uh, it's just all of that all of that frustration has sort of come out now. I feel relieved. We can talk about Kylian Mbappe. And it's it's oh my god, it's been crazy, hasn't it? It's just it been has. crazy in twenty four hours. So we were we we were preparing for this pod. Uh, well, we were saying, oh, shall we even do a pod this week? We're like, no, nah, there's not much to talk about. It's playing Gibraltar on Friday. And then all of a sudden, the news hits the fan. It does. And it does so in a spectacular fashion. I mean, you say it's been a bit of a damp squib, which it has. And, you know, it's definitely slightly drier is that squib now. Um, mm. it's, it's been a, a really kind of huge 24 hours in the Kylian Mbappe sphere, I suppose. And, and if the producer wants to do us dirty a little bit, he, you know, they could potentially put on some sound clips of us saying we will not be talking about a Kieran Mbappe saga multiple times in multiple podcasts over the course of multiple weeks. Uh, I'm not sure how many times I've said that. Um, you could probably do a nice reel of about two or three minutes of me saying that. But we, we did add a caveat. We did, we did kind of caveat it slightly. And we did say that things could still filter through his his entourage, which um, essentially they have, although it, it seems now that Mbappe is taking more of a, a direct role in, in its communication, which is, I suppose, not a surprise because it's it's reputational at the end of the day. So let's get into actually the the facts, I suppose, or what is being reported by French media. So this first broke late last night, or I believe about nine, half nine French time. And it was first broken by the keep and then very very soon after by the new york times mm. and within that basically the keep were privy to a letter that was sent from mbappe to the club informing them of his decision not to extend or to trigger that one year extension that would take him to the 2025 that now fight famous or infamous 2025 mbappe shirt that will not be a reality. It may not even be 2024 it, as, as we now know. It, it could very much be weeks uh, or maybe months or days, I suppose. I doubt it'll be days. It's too no. much transfer to be happening days. But it, the the you know the Mbappe-PSG marriage could be over by the end of August for sure. Uh, I'd say almost likely to be at this point. And this letter basically states its intentions. It lays it out very clearly saying, I will not be extending for that further year. And it seems that PSG have been slightly taken aback by this. Mbappe is kind of retorted saying, well, I'm not sure why, because this this letter is dated the 22nd of July, 2022. And this, this letter has been seen by the New York Times as well. And has been published by Tariq Panja. And it basically says, I will not be extending that further year. And he's saying, well, I told you about this. I'm only confirming this decision with you now. But PSG, who were willing to seemingly give him yet more powers i'm not sure how that's possible but willing to give him yet more powers in the club um they've been very taken aback and they're taking a hard line stance they're saying well we're not so we're not letting you go for free uh and therefore you're essentially on the market so he's essentially at this point i think it's fair to say transfer list listed 
uh, by PSG. And and bearing in mind that this was already supposed to be a huge summer for PSG. PSG already have already lost Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. They will potentially also lose Neymar. Uh, we talked about the MNN and the fact it would be deconstructed. Um, we didn't think it'd be this deconstructed. No, we didn't. We didn't. And this is this is huge. Like it's I can't express how huge this is for for the PSG project, for Qatar's project in in, in PSG. Because um as like RMC's Daniel Riola was saying, this is a signal of intent that Kylian Mbappe does not believe in the PSG project anymore. He doesn't believe the promises that were that were set out last summer when he signed that new contract. And in reality that changes everything for PSG. And you can you can look at that. It changes everything in the transfer market when you're trying to when you're trying to attract players, and it also changes everything when you're trying to find a new coach. Because let's not forget, Galtier is pretty much on his way out. Um, yeah, and just to add to that, I think the way that this has sort of come out, it's a story between it's a story between two sides essentially. How we're how we're finding out this information. You've got the you've got the stuff that's coming from the entourage, then you've got the stuff that is coming from the club. So, for example, like Fabrizio Romano saying, within the club itself, the situation is is very tense. The club, were, the club were like, like they were they were they were like astounded by 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 the letter that they received, and they were furious about it. They were surprised with with Killian's timing, but um, um, yeah, they also said that you know the club has a con- contingency plan in case he leaves now, and that there's like zero chance that he leaves for free. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it seems there's something missing somewhere in this story because mm-hmm. the, the this and Mbappe won't extend for that further year is something that has been talked about by the keep prior. Um, the keep revealed, I believe, a few weeks ago that Mbappe wouldn't extend and therefore he would be leaving on a free. So what what it seems is that, as you say, that that PSG PSG have been taken aback maybe by the timing of it or you know by the content of it for sure um and are therefore seemingly yeah just taking this whole life stance that they previously haven't with him i mean we saw it a little bit with Lionel messi and we spoke a lot about about the double standards you know how killian kind of because of his place in the dressing room um, and because of his place in world football in general, kind of can have a bit of an easy ride. Um, you know, the whole Kylian Saint-Germain thing was cited as something that if that was any other player in, in the club who had basically uh, intervened um, against kind of a club communication, um, you know, that player would have been probably sanctioned. Uh, whereas with Kylian, it wasn't at all. It wasn't even an issue. It wasn't something that was talked about. And we talked about Kylian Saint-Germain as kind of this fun thing and this this fun quip that he kind of came up with. But if it was another player, it, it, it would have likely been a sanction. But it now feels as though uh, Mbappe very much fits amongst the rest of the squad now in terms of um, how he's being treated, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And this is very much club power, the club taking back control, taking back power away from the player and having a hard life that saying we're not letting you go for free of course this is a massively massively valuable asset and I think in that sense it is understandable that PSG wouldn't want to lose him on a free yeah it's it, and I think that with this story I think the reason why PSG are so astounded by it is that the directness with which it, with which um, Kylian Mbappe's entourage and Kylian Mbappe himself has acted and what's the decisiveness in which that he's at, in, in which he's acted 
um like this is a whole story all about control basically Kylian Mbappe likes having control of his own image his own image rights his own future and when he decides when he decides that he wants to he wants to leave he wants to leave PSG maybe this summer or at the end of 2024 uh, at the end of his contract, he will he will he'll communicate that quite decisively, and I think that is that is just the club being completely taken aback by that as well. But he has also he has also said within that you know within that AFP um, communicate that came out just well a minutes ago, minutes ago even that he he was he's basically going well. We never talked about extending to twenty twenty five. We never we never you know. We never had conversations about that, and you know the letter. the The letter I sent only confirmed what I've been telling you lot for for for, for a few weeks now. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pointing game that's kind of that's happening now. And it's getting quite it's getting very political between PSG as an institution and 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 Mbappe's entourage and Mbappe himself. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this how this develops over the next few weeks. It's going to be it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a ride. It will be a ride, and Fumacato reporting that PSG are wanting around about 180 to 200 uh, million euros from Mbappe. So uh, that rules out many clubs. I mean, Real Madrid are a club that have previously shown an interest that, according to Le Parisien, will once again show an interest. Uh, and Mbappe is interested in going there. Florentino Perez has reportedly been in contact with Mbappe these past weeks. Um, of course, it was assumed that that would be to lay the groundwork for for a free transfer next summer. Uh, that could now be, you know, becoming a lot sooner. Uh, let's put it that way. Um, but it's it, it it is odd though the way that we're framing this through. It, it's quite odd because it feels as though there's an element missing because there's an element of we knew all of these things were happening. If feels as though every party should have known that this was going to happen. It feels as though Mbappe's told PSG that this is going to happen. Mbappe has known that this is going to happen. Real Madrid have known that this is going to happen. Florentino Perez's discourse has kind of shown that a little bit, you know, saying, yes, we'll get Mbappe or we'll, we'll, we'll go for Mbappe, but not this year. It feels as though everyone was on the same page and were willing to let him go for free. And then something has happened and there's been a sudden shift and I mean, the sudden shift is that there's been an officialization from Mbappe's part to the club saying that this is the situation. Um, I just want to confirm this. And this is, is, is kind of um, started this whole saga, but it, it is odd that it, that it has started a saga because these are facts that everyone should have known based on conversations that have happened between parties uh, last summer when, when, when the, you know, the contract itself was signed. So... There's talk a little bit in Fort Mercato about potentially the motivations for this. Why, why has this become such a big deal now? And there's, there are pieces of that, you know, Doha and Qatar being unhappy with with Mbappe's behaviour, which you know, well, it, it, it it's quite hard to, to criticise really because you know, personally, I think he's been relatively exemplary. Uh, and you know, even after the World Cup, he was back in training uh, way before. He was meant to be back, you know, back for the start of, of Liga action. Um, I mean, that is set an example. It's it's certainly going above and beyond within his professional sphere. Um, but also rumours that Alkalife is using this as a ploy to get Luis Campos out, which I've seen uh, Taos as well. So there's I mean, a few things being suggested as, as the motivation behind this surprise saga, but 
Yeah, I mean, I think what changes this a lot as well is the fact that there's seemingly like an opportunity opening up at Real Madrid uh, with Benzema leaving. I think in in the piece that has literally just gone out about about Mbappe wanting to go, wanting to join Real Madrid and wanting to to, to seize the opportunity to go right to Real Madrid is to almost take advantage of the fact that Benzema will not be there and he can almost he can almost take some of that limelight there. Um, because before what Le Parisien were talking about is like in, in the spring they were contemplating whether to like extend or stay or like make this free move to Real Madrid in 2024. Mbappe and his entourage were really questioning the wisdom of, of joining a Real Madrid side that was like fully focused and fully built around Karim Benzema who, you know, just, just won the Ballon d'Or and everything was like about about him so um yeah so like beyond beyond even like the financial stuff i think again again in that way he values control over the events that are happening in his life um but i think the benzema the benzema side of things does have an impact on that but that's not that doesn't explain the like the the directness and almost um, not the venom but the the like the the almost there's like a little bit of a fallout between between PSG and Mbappe over this now. There's there there is I think you're right in that there must be something else that is that is causing this like sort of like finger pointing game that's going on. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think like I'm trying to think of like another angle on this as well, and that's like from the fans the fans' point of view. Like as a PSG fan, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of sickening in a way because if you put yourself in the place of a fan, you were promised. A year ago, you promised 20... Mbappe twenty twenty five. You were promised Mbappe twenty twenty five, and like a year into that, you, you've you've effectively been lied to, and there's going to be a sense of anger about that. But it's about, it's, I think now it's about like who do you, who do you even blame for this sense of anger? Like like who is telling the lies? I remember like a tweet like, a tweet last night on the GFN account being like twenty twenty lies with the twenty twenty five ship like. <laughs> Now it's, just, it's kind of working out. Where did it all go wrong? Who who lied? <laughs> oh, it, it feels as though the problem with Mbappe is always deferred rather than resolved. Really, um, yeah. you know, he wanted to win the Champions League with his boyhood club. Um, what he's seen this this season, this past season, uh, wouldn't have infused him. The lack of transfer dealings so far, and the lack of talk about the arrival of a big number nine to help him flourish. Uh, probably is weighing on his mind. Uh, this this year, 2024, would have been the final year uh, of him probably being able to win the Champions League with PSG, uh, which he, of course, dreams of doing. And within that context, I think he's maybe... And it, it, it's hard to know whether this is an Mbappe decision or whether it's a fully PSG decision, but I, I'm sure he would have had doubts as well looking at the, the business. I mean, we've got Ugarte, who's not confirmed, Sergio Asensio... Um, both good players, uh, both very good players, but um, not not you know they won't directly help Mbappe play better, and I'm sure that Mbappe is thinking that as well. I mean, there's the talk of Harry Kane that we spoke about briefly, you know, I'm sure that would change his mind, but it it, it seems that there's there's a bit of a maybe a change in policy at PSG to be less start focus, and 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 that is in line with Luis Campos as a personality and as a professional, and in terms of what he wants to do, but. Uh, something's clearly changed very drastically, very quickly, um, and this 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 marriage could very very soon come to an end. He just he just didn't want to play with Wilfred Zaha. That's all. 
that could have been electric. <laughs> but but no, it, it's it's um it's going to develop. I, I assume it's going to be rapidly over the course of the next week or so. Um, and you'll have your your team uh, brackets teams uh, kind of positioning themselves. I I don't know who has the financial means to to do this apart from Real Madrid. Um, and it would be fun to see some competition for his signature, you know, maybe from, well, almost certainly from the Premier League, because it's not going to come from the Bundesliga, of course. It's not going to come from Barcelona, given their financial situation. Uh, but it could come from the Premier League, and, and that would be fun. Um, but, you know, it, he seems quite set on a move to, to Real Madrid. So uh, this, this could be a little bit of a, a tug-of-war kind of summer yeah. between PSG and Real Madrid, who don't like each other anyway. Uh, so that's going to, I'm sure, facilitate great discussions between clubs over his transfer this summer. Yeah, I think the only other club that has been like reported in in when I'm thinking about like French sources, the only other club that has really been talked about is, and it's not not a solid, it's not like a solid link because it's from like Foot Mercato, but you know they are good, but but it's, it's Chelsea, isn't it? Like the, the Todd Todd Burley whipping out his his uh, his credit card again, but they but with that with that it was just like. It was like Chelsea might register their interests. They may register their interests. So it's like thinking about it, but like it's realistically when when there's you know the Parisiana basically saying like Mbappe wants Real Madrid. Mbappe wants Real Madrid fully this summer. Um, yeah, it is. It is just going to be a, very much as you said a tug of war between these two these two powerhouses. And the place to follow it. It's on GFFM and on the Killing Mbappe podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But we've so, got we've got we've got a game though, haven't we? We've got a game. We've got we haven't even talked about the, the France internationals yet. No, we, and we don't even need to. <laughs> we don't even need to today. We'll, we'll of course review them when we speak next week. Um, how much we talk about, and I'd, I'd say is is um, questionable at this moment in time. But you are right. They play Gibraltar on Friday and then Greece on Monday. Uh, in European qualifiers, so there are matches. I uh, highly suspect that there are quite a few press conferences with the France national team this week, and I suspect that Mbappe won't be doing any of them. No. Uh, and I suspect that he won't want to say a word going through the mixer no. after the Gibraltar game no. or the Greece game, uh, despite the best attempts of all of the French and local journalists to get a peep out of him. Uh, you know, either way, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'd expect from from you know from Mbappe himself I, I would expect absolute radio silence that yeah, I could be wrong I could be wrong um but there'll be lots of things filtering through his entourage and maybe maybe progress and maybe some some communication also from PSG on this matter um because it, it's it's a tense situation and the tense situation it must be said um between a player who is still under contract at club uh, and a huge contract is to and a player with huge influence at the club in France, globally as well. Uh, so they might want to kind of seize control of the situation and and, and and reassert a little bit of control over the narrative. But um, a huge week of Mbappe and of PSG almost certainly coming up. Um, and well, I'm looking forward to, to discussing it all again next yeah. week. I think I think we've covered all the main bases of of what's happened so far in this very. It's literally what sixteen hours ago I think that the first story broke, and um, a lot has come out since. 
So if we go on at, at this rate, then we will have gone far next by the time uh, the next podcast comes around. Yeah, it'll be about two hours long by that point. But yeah, whatever whatever's going to happen, it's going to be big. It's going to be big, and I'm very excited to cover it. It's exciting. It's exciting. So make sure to follow us throughout the summer um, because this podcast has just got a whole lot more interesting for the summer. Um, you know, reinsert all of the quotes from us over the past week saying there would be no saga. There will be a killing Mbappe saga this summer. And this is the place to follow it. So for this week, thank you very much, George. Thank you very much. Thank you.